Oh, come on, celebrate. The one who made it possible for you to be here, Jesus Christ, is the reason of our gathering. Hallelujah. If you're excited to be in God's house, can I hear some resounding shout in the house? Hallelujah. Amen. It's great to be born again. I don't know about you. I count myself privileged to be born again. It's a pride to be born again. And uh, I will continue to echo this until my last breath. Praise the Lord. You don't know your wealth until you lose it. And you don't have to lose it because the best place you can ever be is in the presence of the Lord. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. You see, you never hear this anywhere. And so if anybody tries to stop you from coming to church, I am telling you that the person hasn't just disrupted your life, he has destroyed your future. Because the best place you can ever be is in the presence of God. It's in church. I have been born again several years, over three decades, about four decades, and I have seen mighty acts of God. I have seen the glory of God, and I can make my comparison and draw a conclusion that if it has not been for the Lord, I don't know about you, if it has not been for the Lord, it's all about God. Perhaps yours is royalty, so I agree with you. Perhaps yours is the, your hyphenated name or your background. Or maybe your CV, your education. Or maybe your, the color of your skin, your race, your political belief, aspiration. But I'm grateful to God that I'm born again. And I pride myself in this. And I'll continue to echo it. And that is why the Bible says in Psalm 1 to 2 that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And it is best to be in the house of the Lord than to find yourself in anywhere, especially in these trying moments. The world is not getting better. But you will shine. But you will shine. But you will shine. If you believe you will shine, give God some shout in the house. Amen. I want us to have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your blessings that has engulfed us. We feel your presence so much to hope and to hope in you. For the Bible says that some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of our God. We have come this far because you made it possible. We are who we are because it is the doing of the Lord and it is marvelous in our eyes. Decades ago, years ago, we were the downtrodden. We were the useless. We were the nobodies because we didn't have Christ. But because you died for us and you allowed us to be called your children, we can stand by 
the truth and for the truth. And we can stand in the highways and the byways and at every corner and at every place and at every moment only to talk about the love of God. For who were we and who are we outside the commonwealth of Israel that you should be counted amongst the elect. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life. We thank you for the spirit of holiness in the house. And we thank you for the grace that has made us people of your own. This morning, speak your mind to us. Speak your counsel to us. Bring healing to our viewers and bring deliverance to our viewers and hearers. And make us partakers of the embodiment of the work on the cross. That we will say that indeed the Lord is he who has made us and not of ourselves. I submit myself to mortal. My lips of clay touches and use it to be a blessing to your people. Thank you for the overwhelming grace and the anointing that is all over the house. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Please you may be seated. Tell your neighbor, it's time to shine. Hallelujah. In the book of Daniel, 12th chapter and the third verse, it reads and says that, it talks about soul winners. And it said, and they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn away many to righteousness as the stars of the earth, the stars forever and forever. Hallelujah. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn, away, turn many to the righteousness as stars forever and ever. So witness shine. So witness, shine. Hallelujah. This morning, I submit to you the word of the Lord. And this morning, you are going to understand why your difference makes you shine and you must continue to shine. A key and foundational scripture. In Obadiah 17, the Bible tells us that upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And there shall be holiness. There shall be deliverance. There shall be holiness. And the children of the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Three major 
elements and keys that is important to you and I. Upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Deliverance is key to every child of God. Deliverance is what allows you to call yourself a born again child of God. And your deliverance is something that must be experienced on a daily basis. And that is why you must understand that we must be delivered and we must continue to be delivered. Because God expects us to be delivered so that we will walk in holiness. No man can walk in holiness if he or she is not delivered. The Bible tells us that our righteousness are like filthy rags. And so you don't stand the place to be called righteous if you are not delivered. You can't count yourself amongst the elect if you are not delivered. Salvation is deliverance. And deliverance through salvation is a sign of having escaped the mess, having escaped the onslaught of hell, and having escaped the destruction. Until you can't be for free, be free, You have exited, you have left something to be where you are. So it is not cheap and it is not ordinary and it is not to be taken for granted to be called born again or a child of God. It is something you must pride yourself in, it is something you must live for, it is something you must defend. It is something you must pride yourself to die for. Because if any man be in Christ, he becomes a new being altogether. The old things have passed away and all things have become new. It is only in Christ that things become new. Perhaps you have forgotten. It is only in Christ Jesus. You have a new certificate, you have marriage, you have children, you run a ministry or even if you have Tons of money sitting in your account. It doesn't make you new. What makes you new? And new things begins when you become born again. You don't. You are not happy with it. You are not happy. I said you see new things when you are born again. The old passes and the new comes. And the new is what glitters. It's what shines. It's what makes you and I glow. Until you are born again, you are still in darkness. Until you have come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, what is you now you soon. And this will be by fact, Christo Yeshua, wabe ya bwati fufro ni yoma dadana eke muko, ni yome nyinabe ya fufro, ni yome nipa ehun yoma fufro wanabura bomu enise, waboye abwati fufro, wafe Christo, ufe Christo Yeshua, when you become born again, everything about you, Things new becomes new. And until you have this revelation, you will just be a church goer. You will just come to church on Sunday and week after week and day after day. And that is why this life of yours must shine so that men may see the translation, the good works of your father exhibited through this salvational escape, this deliverance, 
and making you a child of God. This morning, I submit to you the word of his grace that being born again is the actual thing. It's the original thing. All other things and all other life we live are all a duplicate and are all a struggle just to put up an attitude or to go for something. The real thing is when you become born again. When a person becomes born again, joy comes. When a person becomes born again, he's rich. When a person becomes born again, he's confident. When a person becomes born again, he has hope. When a person becomes born again, though he dies, he knows he will live again. When a person becomes born again, he knows that hope is not lost. When a person becomes born again, he knows that no weapon formed against him shall prosper and any tongue that rises in judgment he will condemn when a person becomes born again he's no longer counted uh, sheep for the slaughter but he's also counted uh, as somebody uh, who has passed from death unto life that the things you fear and the things you used to do uh, you do them no more it is only born again uh, Christian child of God that gives you access uh, to bind the devil uh, to decree a tenor and it is established uh, none born again uh, non-christians uh, can bind the devil uh, you can resist witches you can resist wizards you can rise up and pray uh, because your own self uh, will tell you are tired uh, your own self uh, will tell you can't do it uh, but when any man becomes born again uh, the old nature leaves uh, the adamic nature goes uh, and the christ life springs forth uh, and the things you do uh, it is no longer you that does it uh, but it is Christ uh, in you uh, that does it uh, for I can do all things uh, through Christ who strengthens me when you graduate it doesn't give you the power to do new things I want you to understand I'm laying a foundation. Stay with me for a while. You see, if you complete school, if you finish your studies, whatever, you still come back to God and ask God to make a way for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see how elegant and how good looking you are. If Christ doesn't add a touch upon your life, you still remain the same. You drive all the best car. You have the best man to marry, the best woman to marry. You have the everything, but your life is still empty until you have confessed Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. The reason why you can beat your chest and say that no weapon formed against you. It's not because you have some ekpelekpeji or some juju, some black power. No, no, no. I want you to understand. It's not because you come from some strong voter region or northern part or, or some western area or from Gamashi or something. No. Or there are 99 or 100 girls from your backyard. But it is because that it is because any man that finds Christ has found what the world is looking for. Demons fear the name. At the mention of the name, every knee bows, every tongue confesses. I am here to encourage somebody watching or listening uh, that you must be happy you are born again. You must be happy you come to church and you know Christ. Because sooner than later, the God in whom you believe uh, will determine your survivor. Will determine your survivor. Will determine your survivor. That is why when all is done, you still come back to God and ask God to give you a breakthrough. 
Why don't you go to your school, Ama Mata, for breakthroughs? Why don't you go to your political belief and inclination and ask your political whatever as an activist that I need a wife? I'm preaching. I need a child. I'm preaching. I need a house. I'm preaching. All these political parties are good. They are a fraternity a person joins and belongs to. But they are not a solution to life issues. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Hello. But you see, when you have bad dreams, you run to God. <laughs> when Bella is not coming out and the gynecologist and all the exercises has failed, you run to the house of God. When your CV is still not producing or giving you a good job, you still run to fasting and prayer, only alluding to God that if God can come into your situation, it will turn around. When your children becomes wayward, and when no man is coming up, and you try all that you know and it has failed, like the woman with the issue of blood, you will still say to yourself, if only I, I, I shall but touch the hem of his garment, this hemorrhage will cease. Why don't we go to the other places? It tells you that there's no hope there. Christ is the hope of this life. Jesus is the hope of everything. And this morning, my Bible is telling me that I should arise and shine. For my light is star. The glory of the Lord is risen upon me. For there shall be darkness. And there shall be thick and gross darkness upon the face of the earth. Isaiah 60 verse 1 but I was shine I came this morning prophetically to tell somebody watching me somebody giving up on life giving up on ministry giving up on your health giving up on finance giving up on political beliefs giving up on everything that there's only one name that at the mention of the name every knee bows every tongue confess the name is a strong power the righteous run to this name and they are safer the word is the righteous no man can run to the name and receive salvation or deliverance except you are born again for some trust in chariots for some trust in horses but we will remember the name of our God the Bible says that call upon your God and I'll call upon my God the Bible said at the mention something happens to a person for the Bible says his name his name his name is the name above all other names his name is the name above all other names your business will shine because you are in Christ your marriage will shine because you are in Christ your children will shine because you are in Christ your ministry will shine and blossom because you are in Christ for by strength and no man prevail the rest is not to the swift the battle to the stronger bread for those who have skill not favor for those who have understanding but in Christ Jesus there is time and chance that happens to them I see your time it's your time to shine it's your time to shine it's your time to shine you will shine coronavirus or not you will shine whether there be darkness or not you will shine whether there are lights or not 
you will shine. Arise and shine. For your light is star. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. There may be darkness and there shall be darkness. But you will shine. Nothing will stop your roar. Nothing will stop your light. I am here to tell you today. You may grow and grow. But the word of the Lord will shine in your life. The word of the Lord will come to pass. For one shall chase a thousand. But two shall chase ten thousand. The Bible says. And I am the Lord God. I change it not. Ye sons of Jacob. Cannot be consumer. I am here to remind you. Your reference is not politics. Your reference is not your mother and father. Psalm 27 verse 10. If my mother and father forsake her. The Lord takes me up. Man will forsake you. Politics will forsake you. Political parties will forsake you. Those you vote for will forsake you. Businessmen will forsake you. Your own believer. Traditionally and cultural will forsake her. But there is a name that cannot fail. There is a name that will not fail. There is a God that cannot fail. People fear you in your office because you are born again. People fear you in the family because you are born again. People cannot stand you because there is a mark of distinction. There is some light upon your life. If this light is not shining, I came to stay. I came to stay the light. For let your light so shine unto all men so that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. The Bible says in Matthew 5 14 16, let this light shine. I am here to tell you if you are not shining, then you are not born again. Every born again shines. Every born again child shines. A business shine. A children shine. A marriage shine. It shines in the midst of darkness. A shining example. You are the light of the world. A city on the hill cannot hide because your light is the hope of all. Many shall see this light and come to your radiance. Come on, give God some shout. Come on, say shine. See, I'm shining. See, I'm shining. For some of you, you are looking better than when you were not born again. I'm telling you. Look at how beautiful you are looking. Look at your footwear. Look at your dress. Look at your hairstyle. Before, when you dress or when you wear dress, you look like Ichanga. You look like Inoma. You are not a witch, but you are, your dress code looks like a wizard, like a witch. Every description of yours was not on point. Today, you know how to wear designer. Today, you know how to add some touch to some touch. Praise the Lord. You are proud because you, you are coming to church. For some of you, without church, there's no place. Nobody will welcome you. Praise the Lord. But this God has given you hope. I'm telling you, look, look at you today. You are called a husband, a wife. You know very well that you don't fit in, you know. Sometimes you can look into the mirror and know that this rascal, this, this, this guy, this lady is now wearing two sets of rings. And you know that this one, as if the man made a mistake. As if the woman made a mistake. And today, you can look around and say, that is my child. That is my husband. That is my wife. You must be grateful. Because for you, apart from buying to eat, you didn't, have, you didn't even know how to clean your own setup 
trim your hair or your beard. You didn't even know how to wear the right costume at the right time. I'm speaking to somebody here. But a man came into your life and now you are glowing. A woman came into your life and now you are no longer the guy who leaves some socks in the living room. Some shoes under the couch. Some lady who leaves the, the hair net anywhere. And you don't tie some cloth around your chest. But you understand that you have been translated and transformed. Come on, give him your shout. I want you to do a comparison as I proceed. Look for anybody who is not born again. And look for a man or woman who is born again. Match the two, boot for boot. And you will see the difference. Even if you are wearing the same perfume, you also, the other person who is born again, that scented perfume will travel far away. The other one will live within the circumference. Look at how eloquent you have been. I want to, you know, enumerate someone. Look at how eloquent you are. You speak English. You speak pure, Queen's impeccable English. And yet, you know very well that you have a degree. You have, you have some honest. But one on Because when the Spirit of God touches your tongue and touches your lips, you speak as the oracle of God. I don't want you to take it for granted. For some of you have just forgotten. And look at how God has made you. Today they call you madam. They call you sir. And you know that if not for the grace of God, you are shining and you will continue to shine. Don't let those who are frustrated dim your light. Don't let those who are going nowhere dim your light. Because your friend, your brother, your family member can dim your light. Your spouse can dim your light. Tell your neighbor, don't allow them to dim your light. Yeah. Very important. I've always been telling myself, I've got to save alone. I will die alone. So I don't need another person to teach me what to do in God. Hello? Salvation is individual what? Two shall be laying on the bed. One shall be carried away. The other will be left. It's not in your Bible, I can understand. So at the day of reckoning, not reckoning per reckoning at the white throne judgment before the king or the lamb. But this one, you'll be laying on the bed. It's not about pay. No! There's no marriage in heaven. I have come to believe some things that, hey, I don't get carried. There's no marriage in, in heaven. Tell you, but there's no marriage. So you better enjoy it here well. Amen. There's not like marriage in heaven. So totally there's not going to be. There's nothing like your children. This is my offspring. Say I'm shining. Oh one more time. Say I'm shining. Say I'm shining. Tell your neighbor you must shine. Tell the last person shining. Glittering. is an element. Is the evidence of the true character and the display of the presence of God upon the child of God 
who is born again. The prophecy is in Isaiah chapter 60. Let's run through it. The, 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 the 21 verses is loaded. Let's see where we can stop as I proceed. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1. It said, Isaiah 60 and verse 1. It said, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. When you have been Translated or taken from darkness, you must shine. Verse 2. Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall sh arise and upon thee and his glory shall be seen with thee. The Gentiles shall come to thy light. The, who will come to your light? Gentiles! GND unbelievers. So, folks, you, if nobody is coming to you, it means you are still in darkness. You must shine. Tell your neighbor, you must shine. You see, we are born again, except we are not, but I'm speaking to born again, tongue speaking children. And I'm speaking to those watching us also, except those who are not born again, they could make a decision now. It means that. So long as or as soon as you become born again, your family members must see something different about you. Your language, your appearance, your gestures, your communication, the way you relate and the way. I see a be being so soon. You do a tell Amen. You don't speak go, go again. Because you are shining. Are you going to shine with some, some habits, some character? No. He said, there shall be darkness, but you will shine. The Gentiles shall come to your light. Things to the brightness of your rising. So, the things we go chasing after are things that must come chasing after you and I. Why? Because you are delivered. So, he said, Gentiles and GND will come to your light. And the kings, of, kings to the brightness of your rising. Proceed. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They are all gathered. They who gather together come to you. For sons, for your sons, your sons shall come from afar. Your daughters shall be at your it shall, it shall be nest at your side. Five. And it says, Then thou shalt see and flow together. And my heart shall fear and be enlightened because the abundance of the sea uh, shall be converted unto thee and the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. This is only prescribed for the child who is born again or the Christian like you and I. There's something understood when I got born again. No, 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 no. no. I said this thing must work. I can't be going around asking for help and arms. Don't say I'm proud. Don't say I'm arrogant. I'll prove it to you sooner. Because the provision in God's words tells me that I will set a shining example. And you know what? 
Like I said the other day, it's like a butter trade. There is something they need. You have, you give it to them, and then they give it to you what they think or what you may even think in your subconscious mind you lack. That is why anybody who calls himself a Christian or a child of God, they trust you automatic. Can I continue? People are entrusting their wealth or money into your hands, not because you have a PhD, but because you call yourself a Christian. Think about it. So I live for that. And I started seeing the proceeds. Say proceeds. Yes. It's very profitable. I don't use the word lucrative, but profitable. In a nice way. Because in his word, he meditates day and night. That makes him become like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. Its leaf doesn't wither. In his season, it bears fruit. Whatsoever he does, he prospers. This is the original word of God, which the child of God must live for, die for. And when the world begins to see this, they want to know what kind of God you are serving. What kind of church and who are you actually moving to and fro? A lot of the people out there are not seeing you shining because the same old language and the same old star and the same way of doing things 25 years, 5 years, 10 years, 2 years, 1 year, 6 months, 10, 15 is still the same. But I came to tell you that when they see a transformational changer, holistic when they see an inside out transformation, when they see Christ-centered Oh my God, the kind of perfumery that comes from the glory and the presence of God around the people of God. They just want to be associated with you. They want to look for your God. Church is not about numbers. Church is about quality. Say quality. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going too high. Say church is about quality. Many are called, but few are chosen. The few are the qualified because of the quality of what the God looked for. You write an application. Your application is picked. You are asked to go for an interview. And sometimes you are asked to write an aptitude test. And sometimes they will start reducing the numbers gradually, gradually, gradually. Do you know why they are doing that? They keep sifting and sifting and sifting. It is because everybody has a potential, but they are not looking at everybody's potential. They are looking at somebody whose potential will stand out and can meet the target group in the volatile business environment so that if he or she is employed or given a job, he can work with less supervision. Still going high. I'm still going high. I know. A lot of you, if they don't supervise you, you can't deliver. You're not shining. You see, the place is quiet. Except they come and tell you everything you must do, you are not shining. The day Jesus died, the end that was the end of Jesus' ministry. Hello? I, I say something, you say, hey, touch wood. Touch wood if I drop dead or I'm gone. And I asked what will become of the church. And no, no, don't say that. Even Peter said, don't say that. We bind your mouth. But it is based on the chosen. The selected ones or chosen for the tax are people who have the 
quality and qualifies for the job. It, they are not part of the, the numbers, but they are part of those that have distinguished themselves. So becoming born again is a distinguished, you see, it's, it's a distinction amongst the Lord. And when you glow or when you shine, it's a sign that there are things you could have done, but you forsake all those things. You relinquish all those things. But then Say is the additive. Say is the nature of the individual in that nice sleek dress you are wearing or whatever. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said, look at it. They shall become radiant and your heart shall dwell with joy because the abundance of the sea, oh, they shall come to your world. When you go through, I don't have all the time to go through. Go to verse 15 for me. Go to verse 15 for me. Let me run through something. I'll stop somewhere. The sons of those who afflicted you shall... Uh, uh. All right. It says that whereas you have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence. A joy of many generations. Those who afflicted you will come to you. Because they are singing something about light. This world, people have become very wise. I look at my children and people around and I realize that if you are not making any good marks or grade or you are not excelling, they don't want to be part of you. So imagine you're a master, a pastor, or man of God. You're a husband or a spouse, wife, I mean, or you're a leader. And there is nothing glorious about you. Hello? Peter said to Jesus, and to whom shall we go? Because you are the light. Tell your neighbor, you are the light. Tell another person, you must shine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When a person is delivered from bondage, he shines. They are radiant. They give light. There is illumination. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Take your time, read the, the 22 verses of Isaiah 60. You are the light of the world. Who? <laughs> Say me. Many we are saying, I am the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You see, when you become born again, you are set apart. And you are placed higher than all others. Especially those that were in your past. Praise the Lord. Ask your neighbor, do you see that reflecting in your life? Listen. 
Nor day, nor thy light, lit, light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who is in the house. So in your house, you are the light there. In your company, you are the light there. And the question you should be asking yourself from today is that, Mihai, where is my light? Ask yourself. Where is that light? The light of conviction. The light that will convince other people. We are always looking around, running to people for help and for support. How many people have you aided or supported? How many people's life have you touched? How many people would make reference to you when you are no more? Verse 15, the whole church. Let your light so shine before, well, one more time, that they may see your good works and glorify your father where? So people praise God and worship God because of you and I. Unfortunately, uh, it is the opposite of what is happening. Tell your neighbor, don't be a stumbling block. Tell another person, be it the cause of somebody's downfall and making it to hell instead of heaven. Verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in which is in where? Which is in where? So people actually allude and attribute all that they do and they mention God because of you and I. They glorify God because of you and I. Because of you and I. You will shine because there is some light in you. I was speaking to my children this morning and I said, shine where you are. Tell your neighbor, shine where you are. Because there is something in you that if you fail to bring it out, you have denied a whole generation and posterity will judge you. Will judge you. And Mordecai said to Esther, not think that you are a Grecian or you are a Jew, but when the emanations of all the Jews come, she will not be exempted. For who knows whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You are the light. Don't disappoint your generation. Don't disappoint your family. Don't disappoint the church. What can you do to brighten the corner where you are? What can you do? What can you do? What can I do? I used to tell myself, anytime I'm going to bed, the last thing I ask myself, Misa, what, what did you do today that you are going to sleep? I look into the mirror and say, you, talk to me. What have you done that you deserve to go and sleep? Then I know why I'm fast with men and I would And that is my personal case study. How many people's life have you touched positively? And how many people love to remain as Christians because of you? 
and how many people will continue to profess Christ because of you. It's time to shine. It's time to shine. Make this life of yours attractive. Make your preaching attractive. Make your prayer attractive. Make the singing attractive. Make everything you do attractive so that that impact will always ring a bell in the subconscious mind of people. May it be that people will love to drive all the way from Downsuma, from Adenta, from Bone, from somewhere, you know, outside Accra, Tema, and its surroundings, greater Accra. Somebody must wake up early morning, one evening after work, and not revert home and come to church because he knows that when he comes to church, or when he comes around you, and when he comes to the office, and when he's to the father, because of you, he will not be disappointed. What will people look for? I believe sometimes I look at the distance people cover before they come to church. And I believe that it's not because they don't have anywhere to go. It's not because there are no churches around. But it's because there's something attractive in the house. If you are not attractive, woe unto you as a woman. As a, woe unto you if you are not attractive. Not attractive or being attracted by reason of what I call body works because you have painted your face because you have garnished your face because you are wearing some pencil heel because you are wearing some suit because you are wearing some hairdo or some attachment but make this life so attractive so much that people see you and they want to be like you they want to know your god they want to get closer to you some 119 verse 165 says great peace of those who love your law nothing offends them anybody who's offended in church is not born again born again are not offended And I'm offended because of the pastor. And I'm offended because of usher. And I'm offended because somebody talked to me. Said, your name is into me, master. You are not born again. Excuse me. Excuse me. You are not born again. I'm sorry. You are not born again. You added up to the numbers, but you are not part of even the, the actual numbers that are what I call called and chosen. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you need God. God doesn't need you. I'm dropping, I'm coming, I'm, I'm about to land soon. You see, God doesn't need you. He said, if you cease to worship him, you will raise stones. Now, God equates you and I. And the, the grade or the, 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 the percentage God gives you, the can rate you is, is to be at the level of stones. So, you better be offended with God because God said you're a stone. You better should be, a st- you be, should be angry with God because God said in Matthew 25, sheep and goat. You should be offended to, with Jesus Christ because he said you are vipers generation. And yet, do you know one of the things why they stoned him and they wanted to kill him? They felt that he was telling them the truth. And everywhere he went, he did good. He shined everywhere. This morning, are you shining or you are glooping in darkness? Shine. 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 You don't go to school 
to end or to get your degree because of somebody's... No, you went there alone. When you were leaving your home, did somebody follow you to school? So why is it that when you went to the school, you made friends who deterred you from getting the highest degree and score and become a better person? Why do you adapt attitude and behaviors in school that makes you a bad person after leaving school? You went there to shine. You didn't go there to dim. I want to conclude this morning as I bless somebody, as I minister to somebody. I want to conclude. Yesterday, I was somewhere. I was somewhere. My friend and brother, Apostle Soa's late mother's funeral. But I passed on. And good things were said, but it's not what people, it's what we know because we grew up and we know. Sometimes people give testimonies and you know they are not correct. And they will tell you, don't say bad things about dead people. Well, then I won't say it at all. I won't say it. But as the apostle Bob Lies spoke to the church, he said something. Those of you in time, I know apostle Bob Lies. And uh, very articulate, very, he speaks like his stature, very tall. And the way he carries himself and all that. And he looks like a choleric or some of us in the way we deliver the message. And he was talking about Bethsida. And he talked about a few things, including and all that. But what is important, not to paraphrase his sermon, and I took that serious, is that people can make you lose your salvation even in church. And some of you, you don't have your head. Somebody's head is what you are carrying. Why you're born again? You are still carrying somebody's head, carrying somebody's brain. And there are people who are not going to make the church grow. And I'm I, I'm happy. Mrs. Ashia was there. At least I saw one church member. And we're there with my family, mommy, and the old lady. And this morning, my brother called me and he told me something. And I was broken. Early morning, I said, brother, aren't you sleeping? He said, how can I be sleeping when my brother is killing the witches in the night? When he's praying and he's not sleeping, why should I be sleeping? What would people, do they know you for? And what can they testify about you? 20 years later, 10 years later, 15 years later, 5 years later. And he said, I like the way you have maintained. Some of the things I can't put it down. He said, I like the way I saw you. And I like everything about you. And I said, really? I said, I owe it to God. And this is born out of discipline. Say discipline. A lot of you Christians are not disciplined. You are carrying the title of Christian. Behind the title is an attitude. I should tell you, I'm telling you, thank you, madam. A lot of you, look, the kind of prayer we pray in this church. The kind of message we hear. Why do you always tune to us or connect with us? Because there's something jelly. But your lifestyle does not commensurate. Praise the Lord. You know why you are dreaming? Some of you were doing well. You were almost at your breakthrough. Suddenly somebody dimmed your light. 
How can you be in the darkness and you, you are walking or driving with a, a dim light? Dim. You are the light. I am the light. We must use this light against the darkness. What are you using your light for? We pray all the prayers. We fast all the fasting. But after the prayer and the fasting, what do you do behind the scenes? Satan have even stopped accusing us. Now he's living with us. He doesn't need to accuse us. He knows us. Because the accuser of the brethren has come to be with us. Shine. It's time to shine. My son, it's time to shine. I was bragging about you. And I want to see you shine. Because whatever you are doing now, I saw it some 20 something years ago. Even though you didn't see it. But I still knew that you'd be where you are. That is the eye of the eagle that sees beyond the radius of his circumference. Shine. Shine. Tell your neighbor, shine. Shine. Some of you will never and never promote anything of your own. You promote things of other people. I don't know the kind of spirit in you. I don't know. Me, I walk around the social media surveillance. I'm a social media surveillance. And I survey. Like I'm reading survey Bible. Surveying things. And I realize that. One of the cardinal distractions of every child of God. Is to be less gratitude. Or grateful. To his own. And project others. You know what you have done to yourself. You will never benefit from your own. Fast all the fasting. Pray all the prayer. Sing all and do anything. Sow all the seeds. You always remain at the bottom. This is our gospel truth I'm telling you today. The other day I picked one lady and I rebuked her. Maybe she's watching me. And she did this. And I also did this. I was after 3 a.m. this morning. God showed me something that is shaking me. I said, for those of you who share things, social media, you see, the porter, you'll be sharing things, forwarding things to people. And he says, some of the things, they should be careful because some of them are disseminating demons, demon, demonic messages. Because you don't know the source of what you are supplying somebody. You don't know the spirit behind what you are sending it to another person. And some of the things you will share, you will never share your own gospel under the feet at which you sit. I don't know the kind of spirit. I don't know the kind of mentality. And I don't know the kind of philosophy. And I don't know the kind of ideology. But I pray to God uh, that after today, uh, you will arise and shine. Uh, you will glow. Uh, that darkness cannot cover. You will distinguish her. Uh, many shall come to your light. Praise the Lord. Is it the truth? Am, am I speaking the truth? Hello? If I put my hand on you, it's in twofold. Either I was compelled or I was led. So I can put my hand on you and you don't know what I'm operating under. Make can't see it be actual. It's either I was led or I was compelled. 
And if I was compared, I can decide to manipulate it. And if I was led, I can also bow to something. So the fact that hands are laid upon you, some of you believe in laying on of hands, but you don't believe in submitting to the hands that is laid upon you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This thing is for, don't look at it twice. Amen. It's, it's a personal air sanitizer. So don't say I've become a referee in the house. For some of you, you talk more than you can. <laughs> so as I move around you, I'll be sanitizing your environment. Or as I move around, that is it. It's to sanitize. It's good. People are making money out of this. You see, somebody is shining here. Where can you shine? Ask your neighbor, where can you shine? You've been in the church all these years. You've been in the marriage all these years. You've been in the ministry all these years. You've been in the office all these years. You've worked with a man of God, a woman of God. You are doing... You are doing... Praise the Lord. See, Father, speak to me this morning that I may live here. Bless. I'll be speaking about holiness next time and then we'll go into the possession. The other things the pastor in charge will tell you. But before we pray, we pray for ourselves and pray for the church. What I call the prayer for the church that nothing will take away our shine. Amen. Amen. Are you blessed to be here? Put your hands together for Jesus. The three stages of life. The sin of old age, the sin of middle age, and the sin of pride. The sin of old age is prejudice. The sin of middle age is pride. And the sin of young people or young age is arrogance. And if you look at prejudice... If you look at the word prejudice, if you have the, if you can put that there, the word prejudice, so you can understand, we we'll take them one after the other. But so take note of that prejudice, prejudice, very biased, very very biased. And when people are old, they can be biased. Even what they are producing or talking about doesn't make sense. The fact that they are old, they want to be biased. Because I'm older than you, so as you manipulate you, no. No. Somebody say no. And it comes with that other synonymous things or interpretation. Okay? The sin of middle age, pride. You know pride. Pride go with before uh, for a healthy spirit, before distraction. Arrogance. All man who swing na no ye j j j na no chere no so, when he will be more abuano yet, he will not submit. He will not submit. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Tell your neighbor stop associating with those who will kill your zeal and your love for God. Those who dim your light in God. Watch out. Those articles you read. Some of you read all kinds of articles. You don't even read your Bible. You read any article at all. Some are like novels. Very big one like that. You read all. 
But let him give him a text or a scripture to read. He will give you reasons why he couldn't finish reading it. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, it's not everything that is readable and eye-catching. It could disseminate evil report and send demonic information. We'll come back to the prayer. Amen. We'll come back to the prayer. Rise to your feet for a moment. I want you to pray about this. I'll take it some 10 minutes, do something, and then I'll hand it over. I want you to pray about the word you have received this morning. That you will walk as the word you have heard today. Praise the Lord. Hello? Some of you are very quiet here. It looks like Wafo. Wafo I saw them people who is here. He looks like he's now pious and born again, delivered. By the time we finish Psalm 23, you see the demon, you see the spirit in him or her. You see the caricature. You see the Ichanga and the Inoma. You see the other spirits bringing forth. You'll be so amazed. The other day I saw some people, they were virtually going to fight in the church. I was watching them. And I said, look at all this. Satan will not accuse you. He will stand and tell you where you are asking and where you want to be. That Look at this person who fight in church. When they haven't even exited the doors of the church, he's fighting. Say, Father, make my deliverance complete. And let me shine. Clap your hands. Pray. You are praying for yourself. You are praying yourself. All right. We are praying against the spirit and the sin of prejudice. A lot of it. A lot. Even when they are wrong because of their age, we should accept it. Hello? <laughs> They can impose things on you against your will. The sin of prejudice. Are you okay? Or you look wet? I understand. It's, a, it's allowed. It's a wet Sunday. It's a wet Sunday. It's a wet Sunday. Say, I pray against the sin, the spirit of prejudice. Some of you, you are so prejudiced even at home against your spouse. They can never be right. I didn't mention who. But I said spouse. They can never be right. You are always right. Say in the name of Jesus. This morning, I pray against the spirit of prejudice. The sin of prejudice. In the name of Jesus. That deems my light. I pray against you. Open your mouth. Let's pray.
In Jesus' name. We are praying against the spirit or the sin of pride. Pride. See how much I've thought on all these things, but I know that some of you, it's an old rhythm in your ears. Pride versus what? Humility. You remember? Okay. It looks like two years. It looks like one something years. Some of you are even waiting for what I will speak on Sunday. Next week. You haven't even exhausted this. You are waiting for Sunday. Say, I bind the spirit of pride. Say, whatever makes me lift up myself against what could come to me because of pride, I was denied. I raised a standard against the spirit of pride. Let's pray against pride. Pride in the church. Pride in the church. Pride in the church. Deliverance is part of the deliverance. We need to be delivered from pride. Pray for the deliverance from the stronghold of pride. Pray for the deliverance from the stronghold of pride. Pray for the deliverance from the stronghold of pride. In Jesus' name. Ask somebody, when times change, must you change negatively? Must you change? Times have changed, yo. Must you change? Do you know a product still sells when you maintain quality over the years? So don't come telling me change because things have changed. Please change things. Let's change things. If you change the way you perform, if you change the quality of what you stand for and you supply, you will lose your customers. Your clientele will decline. What you do, you don't reduce, you improve. Tell your neighbor, improve on it. Tell her, improve. I didn't work for improve. Add up. That is the way of success. Amen. How many of you look beautiful here? You must have to maintain this beauty. Because some men who are coming or some people who will admire you or those that must be attracted, they have their own specs. 
and you guys too, they have their own specs. Some ladies doesn't like some the way you look, even though you are looking very sharp. Check your specs. See specification. Very important. Very, very important. One of the things or reasons why people go out with people but they never end up settling down is because along the way you started displaying some things that were not and could not meet the future. So he or she looks at you and realizes, mm, he's covering up. So you realize that it will decline from small, small chit-chat, having some time of lunch or some outings. Now it will turn into phone calls. It will move into messages. Then finally, it will move into meals. Unfortunately, you don't check your meals. So it will kill the relationship. Hello? Ask your neighbor, do you have an email? Do you check your mails? Do you read your mails at all? Somebody said, I'm subsidy. No man who cried me ref. You mean say Ativana. But you be so say me that me use some fast mail. Me fax, me fax, me old school fax. Finally, we are praying that the spirit of arrogance, young people. Sometimes you have prayed. You want to do something for somebody and then you see the person, he puts an attitude. <laughs> I'm telling you, look, you can receive the word of the Lord for somebody. Which means you're aware. I'll be speaking on certain things from next week. Look, prophetic. I'll be doing pure prophetic. You can come to somebody and his persona or demon and throw you away. Now, obviously, a lot of things God is telling me, some of you are, you are not appealing. You don't look attractive. And how do I, well, how, how, what the thing should I do? I didn't say you should do or wear any particular thing. But I'm talking about your gestures, your facial expression, your mannerism. It's very important. Say mannerism. Yeah, very important. Very important. When they pour the oil, Jesus didn't see the oil. He saw an attitude. He saw a character. Then you saw a nature that is hidden within demons. So Jesus didn't see seven demons. He saw a nature that was willing to submit and serve him all the days of his life. So Jesus said, allow him to do what he's doing. For what he's doing is preserving my body. He's preserving. He's doing something for the day that I will be buried. So allowed him. Judas had a problem because Judas could only see the display of the act but didn't see spirit in the action. Say there's a spirit within the act. Yes. We are praying finally on that. Page on people grow even when they are wrong they will still say the same thing when people are very proud it doesn't matter they can say things and still suffer and when people are arrogant they don't listen to correction and they have a way of doing things we are praying that in the name of jesus 
this spirit will not reign in this house. It will not be part of you from today. That your light will shine so much that men will see your good works. And glorify your father in heaven. Raise your voice, clap your hands if you can. And pray. And pray. In Jesus' name. Astrochibol.